Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Compasses and Cocoons. Of course, I'm Alexandria, and I'm excited to be here on the new moon in Leo. The new moon for me is a special time, and I really appreciate the moon phases because they are a reminder that life is really about seasons and patterns and up and down and the shifts that we go through. So often I think we feel like we have to always be in the same space, wanting consistency and stability and, you know, a lot of sameness. But the moon reminds us that Every day is something different and every day, you know, things can shift and things can change and that doesn't take away from who we are, but it is a reality that is important to embrace uh, because I think the more that we embrace change and appreciate it and go with it, the easier it will be when those shifts and changes come to be open to be discerning and to take full advantage of what is happening in our lives. And so, yeah, the new moon, um, a little background for those who aren't familiar or haven't really looked into it. Um, So from a scientific standpoint, the new moon is when the sun is in line with the moon. And so To our eye, the moon is essentially black. It's dark. Um, We can't see its light. We can't see it uh, in the sky. It looks just more like an outline. And, you know, so from spiritual and, you know, sort of folk wisdom, the understanding is that it's a time of planting. It's a time of burial in a sense. Uh, It's a time of reflection, a time to go inward and really uh, reflect on, you know, where we have been, think about what we want to bring forth and how we want our lives to go in this new, in the new lunar cycle. Um, And a friend of mine got me a book called Lunar Abundance Cultivating Joy, Peace, and Purpose Using the Phases of the Moon. Um, This is by Ezzy Spencer. And it really gives some good guidance and gave me a lot to think about in terms of how to navigate and how to pay attention to the moon and what it can offer and how to be intentional about seasons and rhythms and the fact that sometimes, you know, we need to be in go mode and go hard and, you know, really be working our tail off. And then there are other times when we need to rest and be more receptive, be more in a place of uh, receiving and being nurtured um, and poured back into. And again, those seasons, those rhythms, those cycles are important. Um, I don't think that anyone was meant to work all of the time or work, you know, 99% of the year and, you know, have two weeks off. 
at some point, um, you know, there's got to be a balance. You know, even if you look at the traditional seasons, you know, there's four seasons typically. And, you know, in one of those seasons, nature rests, nature sleeps, essentially. Um, You know, nature shuts down in a lot of ways. And, you know, that's a full quarter of the year. And I think we often feel as though or try to push through and act as if we don't need rest, uh, particularly when our our worth and our value are tied to our level of productivity. Um, but that's a whole other podcast. Um, but in essence, um, it's a really good reminder that, you know, there are times when being quiet and being still are essential and are what is most needed. And, you know, so we can use the cycles of the moon as sort of that reflective uh, indicator. And so uh, one of the things that she says in the book uh, that I really liked in talking about the new moon and why the new moon um, in terms of where she is coming from is the first cycle or the first Uh, phase that she wants to talk about. Um, She says, when you are in darkness, stripped of visual cues, you are steered toward the well of wisdom that lies within. Steering within in this way is how we access the rich symbolic soil of this first lunar phase. And so again, using the analogy of the new moon as a time of planting, a time of sowing our seeds, it's time of writing and making intentions and putting them into the spiritual dirt, if you will, so that by the time of the full moon, you are manifesting, you are bringing things about, um, you are seeing the fruit of your labor and the effort of your hands turn into the things that you wanted and that you asked for. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's a really powerful metaphor. And I think, you know, if we are mindful of taking time, whether it's in line with the, the moon cycles, whether it's in line with, you know, choosing a day of the week or a part of the month, whichever it is that you do, being intentional about having seasons where you do more listening and do more reflecting versus where you do uh, things that are more active and things that are more uh, goal-driven and more future-focused are, you know, having that balance is really important. Um, And so in the next section, we'll talk about how to create those intentions and what that process can look like. So what are intentions? Intentions, affirmations, all those sorts of things are the new spiritual buzzwords and everybody's talking about them and what's the difference between an affirmation and intention and is that like a spell is that like a prayer 
um, all the different terms, all the different words. And for the most part, there is a similar thread. The idea being the recognition of the power that words have in our lives. But these different words can be used in different ways and bring about different power and meaning in our lives. So to keep it simple, an intention is something that you intend to do. It is something that you want to do. And in my understanding and in some of the wisdom from the book, intentions are about how you create the space and the person that you want to be. And so, for example, if my goal is to feel empowered, if my goal is to feel more connected with my ancestors, then I might say something like, I feel strongest when I am connected with my ancestors. And so I intend to spend 15 minutes each morning talking to them and giving reverence and connecting with them each morning. That is an intention. Whereas an affirmation is speaking or calling something into your life that is not yet there or that you don't necessarily feel or that you want to be true or that you are seeking to make happen. So I affirm that I will get the a job that pays $70,000 per year with a positive work environment that is fulfilling to my life goals and purpose. You are calling forth and speaking something into existence. You are, as they would say in the church, touching and agreeing with the universe or with the powers that be and the powers that work and move on your behalf to say that this is the thing that I want and I am speaking it forth. Um, Similar to in the Christian tradition um, and in the Torah, where God said, let there be light, and light happened. We have a similar power within us as divine beings, as human people and spirit beings that are connected and made of the same stuff as the divine to speak a thing and make it happen, even if it doesn't magically poof, uh, you know, like on TV or like in movies, uh, and you wave your magic wand and, you know, presto changeo, abracadabra, you know, it doesn't necessarily work like that, but the power is still within you and within your mouth, within your tongue to speak for things and make them happen, which of course, On the other side, when you speak negative things, when you speak detrimental or things that are not beneficial, 
that same power to create and bring about positive things is infused into those negative words as well. And so if you say, I will never find love or I, you know, will always be unhappy or I, you know, hate my job or whatever the case is, all of those words have the same impact, whether in a beneficial or harmful direction. The choice is yours as to whether your life will shape and shift in a particular direction. Now, that's not to say that there aren't outside influences and things that happen and systems in place. Absolutely. For sure, 300%. But those things and spaces that are in place don't have the final say. They don't have the ultimate influence and authority in our lives. And I think if we really began to embrace and realize that, then we could see ourselves as the powerful and amazing beings that we are and really begin to walk in the amazing divinity that runs through our veins and that wakes us up each morning and that empowers us to be more than just a sack of meat. Um, (laughs) But that's a little tangent about the power of words. Not a tangent, um, because of course, the power that you put into your intentions and your affirmations and prayers and all of that is essential and makes all the difference. Um, But yeah, definitely just something to remember and keep in mind for both the positive and negative aspect of it. Um, Quickly, a prayer, a prayer and a spell, in my understanding, are very similar. Um, The idea is seeking divine and spiritual help or intervention with a thing or a task that you are doing. Um, It's communication with the divine in order to obtain something or to see something happen or shift. Um, So again, all these words very similar. Um, It's really a matter of the intention and then your follow through action because faith without works is dead as the Christian Bible says. Um, You can't Just speak the words and be like, ow, this is what I want, and then go and sit on the couch and wait for it to happen. There is a level of work that is necessary on our part to match with and put ourselves in line with the energy of the universe that will bring us to the thing that we want um, or bring us in alignment with the universe such that we are ready for the thing that we want. One day I will talk more in depth about my journey toward and now with my soulmate. Um, But yeah, you can't just say I want a thing and then go eat chocolate cake and binge on Netflix until the thing knocks on your door because that's not how things work. 
there has to be a level of effort, a level of your energy that you are putting almost as a deposit or a down payment to say, okay, this is what I want. This is what I'm willing to invest in. And then trusting that the universe will um, take your seed and grow it and blossom it and allow it to become the thing that you have asked for and the thing that you have spoken into existence. And so to get back to intentions, because the new moon, of course, is great for intentions. As I said, for for my understanding and the way that I approach them, intentions are all about seeing yourself as a more evolved and whole being and thinking through the action steps and the state of mind and the place that you need to be in to see that realized in yourself. And so for me, I am thinking about how I want to continue to grow, want to continue to see my spiritual gifts blossoming and flowing. I want to have opportunities to exercise these gifts and things are already beginning to open up and I'm being asked to do things and challenged to do things that I hadn't previously and that I never knew that I could do. But seeing those things coming about as a result of being intentional about my journey. So I took a break to pull some cards in order to listen for and discern my personal intentions for this new moon and I'm a little challenged by these cards, but you know, that is the nature of life. Um, So I pulled two cards. The first is the Beast of Discs. Um, So in this particular deck that I have, uh, they don't have the court cards in the traditional way. Uh, The Knight, what was it, Knight, Page king and queen or prince and princess um but instead they have the beach the beast the witch the grandmother and the shadow so i pulled the beast of discs which is basically uh sort of equivalent to the page or the knight and it represents sort of the raw energy of this particular suit of the discs Discs being the physical, bodily, uh, career, money in that realm. And the wisdom from the card talks about how pigs are creative problem solvers. They're fertile. um, They're robust. um, But they can also be destructive. And the sentence that I really took away from this wisdom the beast of discs represents the inescapable requirement 
of life to feed on other life and the knowledge that the ones who live are often the ones with the strongest desire. And I'm challenged by that because I tend to be a fairly gentle person. And so I definitely don't like to think of myself as feeding on other people or, you know, definitely not trying to step on other people to evolve or to grow or to, you know, rise up in the ranks or anything like that. But as I think about it from a more holistic and spiritual perspective, it is important to be nourished. It is important to be fed. And sometimes that feeding is less about, you know, taking advantage of other people and more about being willing to feast on the things that I need, the things that are affirming, the things that are good for me. And that means having those things in my space. And so being diligent about seeking out positive interactions, being diligent about creating solitude and the space that I need to grow and to evolve and to do the things that I need to do. And I believe that, you know, when it says that those who survive are the ones with the strongest desire, um, that speaks to the Capricorn in me that is very ambitious, that is very much a go-getter, that is very much take charge. We're going to rock this shit. We're going to do this. And, you know, isn't concerned really about others not being with the program or not wanting to go with the flow or what have you. Um, and so from that perspective, I can definitely rock with this that, you know, I'm really going to have to dig in. I'm really going to have to be intentional in this next space and in, in this next phase in order to get the things that I want in order to get the things that I say that I need. Um, I'm going to have to really walk in that desire and really um, go hard for the things that I want and not be afraid to um, upset some things and not be afraid to really put in the work in order to get what it is that I know that I need. Um, and so that was the first card. The second card being the Four of Swords. And in this particular deck, the name of that card is Reason. And, you know, this is funny for me because a major part of my life right now is my romantic relationship. And we've talked so much about how, you know, where we are and how things have flown and functioned for us really doesn't make a lot of logical sense. Um, but this card, I think, is challenging me to be mindful that, yes, there is this drive and you are on this journey. And so listening to intuition and doing the things that, you know, you feel led to do are, you know, all of that is super important. Um, and... <laughs> There's also the practical, the logical, the things that, 
you know, do absolutely need to still be done from a perspective of, you know, (laughs) paying bills and, you know, doing work and, you know, where are you going to live and how are, you know, the, those logical, practical matters that are also part of life and that, you know, those can't be ignored or left behind because, you know, you're walking in the spirit. Um, it definitely, I feel like has to be a balance. And of course, you know, spirit knows that and will take care of things for sure. Um, and logic and reason don't necessarily have to contradict, um, spirit. You know, that's the thing about how we understand those things. Um, depending on your perspective, it could be completely logical and reasonable to follow the leading of the spirit versus, um, you know, the traditional mapped out looks good on paper plan. Um, it's definitely all about perspective. Um, but just making sure to balance, making sure to be grounded, even as you seek to soar and seek to jump and take those leaps of faith. Um, you know, I said in my last episode that in order to jump, in order to take those moves and go beyond where you are, you have to start with being grounded. You have to start with assessing and understanding where you are. And when you are able to do that, then when you do jump, it's not out of foolishness. It's not out of craziness or recklessness. It's out of a centered place that allows you to jump in the correct direction and to know how much to jump and how far to jump and make your jump an informed move as opposed to, well, I'm just going to go. Um, so as I think about these two cards and the intentions that I need to set going forward for this new moon, uh, I think about, you know, I'm thinking about the ambition and the drive and the desire that the first card speaks to. And I'm thinking about the grounded nature of the second card. And so, you know, I think my intention will look something like I feel powerful and grounded when I am mindful of both the present and my next steps. And so... I intend to create time to focus on the future and intentionally build, comma, while directing my energy toward enjoying the present and remaining open. Because for me, it's all about encompassing and embodying all of the parts of myself and being sure that as I'm making moves, you know, whether it's related to my job, whether it's related to my relationship, 
approach related to my personal growth, that all of those pieces come into play because I want to be a whole and integrated individual, not just, okay, well, today it's going to be logic and then tomorrow I'm going to follow my heart. And then, you know, the next day it's, you know, whatever the wind calls, there's definitely a level of importance to being connected and to being open and spontaneous and listening in the moment. Um, But I've also realized through some life experience that sometimes you have to have a plan (laughs) and sometimes you have to be a bit more grounded and focused. And obviously the cards have shown me that this is for me is a season of being more grounded and focused and really putting some structures and pieces and things in place for the soaring and the flying and more of the jumping that will come in the future. And as we bring this episode to a close... I just want to encourage you to begin to think about how you live your life. How intentional are you with your day-to-day actions, with the path that you're on, with what you are trying to build and who you are seeking to become? And, You know, the thing about manifesting and creating intentions and all of that is that it is a process. And, you know, you may not get all of the things and all the pieces correct or what have you on day one or even day three or even week seven. But it's all about your intention. It's all about your desire, your focus to grow and have what you need and be the best version of you. And so I just want to encourage you to just take some steps, even if they're small, even if they you know, aren't necessarily monumental or life-changing. Begin to take steps in the direction that you want to go. And soon you'll begin to see some changes and see how powerful you really are. And so as we close, we're in our in keeping with our tradition, going to take three deep breaths and then have our affirmation for the day. So as we breathe in, we are breathing in clarity that would show us and guide us toward the intentions and affirmations and where our energy should be. And as we are exhaling, we are releasing the fear and the structures and the conditioning that tell us that life has to be a certain way or that life has to look a certain way. So breathing in, And breathing out. Breathing in that clarity. 
and releasing the fear and the structures and the conditioning. Last time, breathing in. And breathing out. I affirm that I am powerful and I can shape my life. I affirm that I am powerful and I can shape my life. I affirm that I am powerful and I can shape my life. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to seeing you on another episode. You can also engage with me on social media at NavArtLLC. N-A-V-A-R-T-L-L-C on Instagram. You can find Navigate Artfully LLC on Facebook. You can email me navigateartfully at gmail.com. I look forward to your questions, your comments, your feedback, and I look forward to next time. As always, navigate artfully.